Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for some TDC, Top of the Dude Chain Podcast, episode 42. Josh, what's up? What is going on, man? Hey, got a question for you, because I respect your guys' opinion. Corey, you might be the subject matter expert on this. I normally am. <laughs> has to do with donuts. Ah. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, people bring donuts to work. Yeah. And never fails. I always walk by someone. I don't eat them. I don't eat the donuts. Yeah. You know, so, he, been in a while. so he claims. But I always walk by the box, and there's always donuts torn in half. So someone goes up, tears the donut in half, puts it back in. Yeah, puts their just booger-coated wow. butt scratchers on the donut like you want that mm-hmm. other half. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No one. I've never seen anyone go grab a half a donut yeah. out of a box. No. Why in fact, that's the last donut anyone wants to touch. It is. Yeah. Did, and, and you know they squeezed and squished it because donuts squish so yeah, easy. Yeah. So it's got like the. These were long johns too. Oh, so like you know worse. they. So you know they got the whole like. Hands, <laughs> you know, hands you know, yeah, all over just, it. Just, you know, and I'm not a big fan of people touching food. Yeah. Now I don't mind if like I'm at Subway's and they got the gloves on, you know that. But I know a bunch of. Is, is this a daily occurrence? Yeah. Like it's somebody doing it every it's, day. It's it's uh, it's more often than you probably think it happens. Because yeah. I'll tell you this, and maybe it's just mm-hmm. like that would be sacrilege on the police department, but uh, you you don't leave half a donut behind. That's my point. That puts you on par with people that go to like Sonic and they're like, oh, I want a diet Coke, half diet Coke, half regular Coke. I'm like, you're not doing anything for yourself. <laughs> like, you're is not, it, you're not like, is that anything. having a placebo effect on you? Do you like do you <laughs> trick your body into losing weight? Come yeah. on, that's stupid. So. But it, but that's what I'm saying. In, in in my office, for some reason, man, there are a lot of people who split donuts and just put the other one back. I'm like, dude, no one's gonna eat it. That's just gross. take it back to your desk, toss yeah. the the part you don't want in the trash. If you're gonna split a donut with somebody, you got to do the old wishbone. Yeah. You just both grab, pinch one in, and pull, and whatever you get, you get. Yeah. And go. But. Are you a germ guy? You, I'm not. Not. Like, is it gross you out if someone's touched something and you're like, I'm not eating that now. Yeah, if I see him touch it. Yeah. Dude, check this. Um, we had this thing at work called the uh, Stinky Finger Club. Uh, and it's, it's dudes. And this story is it's over. Dudes, <laughs> it's dudes that we could confirm use the restroom, urinal, or the crapper, and didn't wash their hands. Straight up walked out. Yeah, right? you see people do that a lot. Yeah, and so we'd label them Stinky Finger Club. <laughs> right, no, you know, just like hey, he's a member. All right. He's a member of Stinky Finger Club, you know, and so that you know, because people like to shake hands and all that. So yeah. you know, you shake their hand to be polite, then you germ, you know, do the antibacterial, go wash your hands, whatever. Anyway, my buddy had those Sam's peanut butter pretzels on his desk, mm-hmm. and it was just kind of one of those things where he kind of made it a community thing for everybody. And uh, this one dude, um who was certified member of the Stinky Finger Club, like, hands down, never washed his hands. Yeah. Not just the one time, like, it's cold outside and my hands are cold and I don't want to get them, you know, wet. And, but just never did it. Yeah. Never saw him wash his hands. Goes up and he's just, just elbow deep in this bucket <laughs> of pretzels, like, <laughs> you know, all that. Yeah. And I'm just sitting there. And then. You got to put tongs out, man. Then a dude comes in behind him, opens it up, and grabs a handful of 
And I'm just like, to remind you of mall rats. Yeah. That, that's, that's, <laughs> I think that's where my issue yeah. came from. Was that from. the st- stinky palm? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's where my issue came from, I think, is when I saw mall rats. <laughs> These chocolate pretzels are delicious. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly, that's, that's exactly where yeah. I think it came from. And if from, you don't so. know mall rats, go watch mall rats. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. But, uh, anyway, yeah, that's where it came from. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So, yeah, having this, just seeing this dude, you know, manhandle the pretzels and then just, you know, people just, Tearing donuts, man. No, I've never seen anybody. I've never seen anybody tear a donut. That's the first I've ever heard of it. That yeah. just it, yeah, it's a you, weird you, thing to do. You work with some horrible human beings. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. I think I think that's right up there. Like when it comes to identifying a serial killer, like yeah. murdering animals and tearing donuts and well, half. here's the thing, man. There's no nutritional value of a donut. No. So like half that donut you're eating is just as bad for you as the entire donut. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So just just. Just own it. Go out. Go out. <laughs> like, that's how you're going to die. That's not even that. If you eat the like, whole donut, you're dead. So just yeah. keep it at a half. Exactly. Keep it at a half, and it's you'll not, be all right. You're not, but you're not doing yourself any good by eating half a donut. You no. do yourself either good by not eating the donut or eating the donut. You either get the pleasure of eating the donut or the discipline of not eating the donut. But half a donut, you just you rip yourself of both. You, you cut your pleasure, and you don't benefit yourself. So. Yeah. Here, yeah. My issue is that if I start into one donut— I'm probably eating oh, seven dude, or eight. We, we, dude, we <laughs> like, had, I go to town. Yeah. We had this one gone. dude. We had this one dude <clears throat> who would, he would sit there, the, the desk that the donuts were on, he would sit there and talk to the person whose desk they were on. Because whoever brought donuts that day, he put it on their desk. So he would have a conversation and down, not joking, three or four. Yeah. Then he would grab one for the road to go back to his desk, and he would have minimum three, <laughs> as many I've seen as six. Yeah. And he would cup them behind his back to walk down the cube farm, eating that one donut. Look so at, people yeah. think, oh, this dude's just munching on one when he's got a baker's dozen sitting in his <laughs> hand behind his back. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> and you're like, you're not fooling anyone, homie. Oh, man. You know? Just take the box with you. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, we get donuts every now and then. Um Someone went to Hertz Donuts. You ever heard of Hertz Donuts? See, I want to try it. It's it's good. Yeah, it's, wanna, it's almost it's almost too it's almost too much though. If, I want to. If try you want to take a picture of your donut to put on Instagram, go to Hertz Donuts. Yeah. If you want to eat a donut, go to Krispy Kreme. Get the sugar crack that they call donuts. Well, there do there's this. Uh, the, the problem with the Hertz Donuts is too much. Like yeah. cake icing on there. You don't sheet cake icing. Yeah, I mean it's it's a novelty more than yeah. yeah. Now they do have that. Uh, like was it two pound donut that you have thirty minutes to eat, and it's free type food thing? challenge? That's hurt. Yeah. Did we see a food challenge? Yeah, that's oh, donut. I don't know if they do that. I will say but. the greatest thing that Norman, Oklahoma, has to offer is a place called Insomnia Cookies, and up until three a.m. they so no, will, they will yeah. deliver hot cookies. Yeah, they have it in Oklahoma City now. Yeah, they will we'll deliver be. hot cookies to you. I'm not going to lie. Sometimes uh, there's three police officers that make a side trip at like 2 <laughs> o'clock in the morning, and we go to Insomnia Cookies and close it down. They're the best cookies I've had. They're amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I always get I always get a dozen, and they're expensive. They're like a buck fifty a pop yeah, at least. They're, they're worth Maybe it. even more. Better than Eileen's? Yeah, oh, yeah. They're good. 100, 100%. Yeah, they're good, man. They're good. Yeah. They're chocolate on chocolate Eileen's cookie. makes a peanut butter chocolate chip now. Yeah. That is delicious. Well, yeah. The the uh, insomnia cookies, the ones that are the chocolate with the chocolate chip, mm-hmm. those are the best. And I ate some with some ice cream. And yeah, they're great. Yeah, cool. Got to try it. Cool. Got to try it. So, so anyway, yeah. 
So last time we talked about Aretha Franklin dying last week. Yeah. And she happened to die. Lady on, Soul. Die on Madonna's birthday. Ugh. Oh, really? Well, last night they revamped, or two nights ago, maybe Sunday night. Anyway, they revamped the VMAs, Video Music Awards, MTV. Okay. Do you know MTV's still around? Yeah, I thought. I mean, why would it not be? Yeah, how old is it now? Was it was it a threat to go away at some point? Well, I just thought like 16 and pregnant was just all they did, so I didn't know they did. Yeah, now I haven't watched it. And how yeah, how long how long has it been on the air? Like, when did MTV start? Like late oh, 80s. Late 80s, yeah. So it's been uh, well. It wasn't late eighties. It would have been early mid eighties. Yeah, Not but it's, late it's 80s, early mid eighties. It's close 86. to thirty. It's close to thirty years, right? Dire Straits, 86. Money for Nothing video. Yeah, I mean, pretty much. That's that's one of the yeah the first ones whenever that came out. But anyway, they did the VMAs. They paid tribute to Aretha Franklin, and they asked Madonna to do it. Mm-hmm. So she's getting a little heat from her speech, her tribute to. To Aretha Franklin. Go ahead and play it real quick. It's just a, a quick sound bite. Aretha Louise Franklin changed no. the course of no, my life. Why she would get criticized. I left Detroit when I was <laughs> 18. Disrespectful. $35 in my pocket. I had no training or dreams of ever becoming a singer. But we are professionals. <laughs> Pretty professional most of the time. Yep. あ、ウィンタ・ルイーズ・フランクリン・チェンジ・ザ・コース・オブ・マイ・ライフ。アイレフ・デトロイト・ウェン・アイワズ・18。$35 the dance audition went well. Then they asked me if I had sheet music and a song prepared. Fortunately, one of my favorite albums was Lady Soul. I don't need sheet music, I said. I know every word. When I was finished, they said, uh, we will call you one day and maybe soon. Finally, the phone rang and it was one of the producers saying, we don't think you are right for this job. We think you have great potentials. We want to bring you to Paris and make you a star. Hey, mind you, this so, is a tribute to Aretha Franklin. That was Franklin. the beginning of my journey as a singer. You're probably all wondering why I'm telling you this story. Mm-hmm. Because none of this would have happened <laughs> That's without a radio Our DJ. Lady of Soul. She led me to where I am today. And I know she influenced so many people. And I want to thank you, Aretha, for empowering all of us. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. All right. So, so, all right. So, first off, everything that we play. I didn't mean them. <laughs> yeah, that's a it's terrible equal, accent. Equally as bad. That's as equally as bad impression. as Josh's venom impression. But, <laughs> check. That's that's a minute to minute and a half worth of sound clip. Where she doesn't say much about Aretha Franklin other than she. That's used all one she of her said. Songs. Everything, everything yeah. that you say, you heard there was all she said about the full speech is six minutes long. Oh goodness. And, I mean, you're listening to 90 seconds of that speech, yeah. and you're like, she needs to quit talking about herself. Hey, Madonna, how yeah. about we talk about Aretha for a little <laughs> like, bit? <laughs> someone goes, someone needs to remind her this is Aretha's tribute, not hers, <laughs> you know. But, you know, and hey, the, the Madonna thing Madonna didn't die here, Madonna, Aretha And did. here's the thing, man, is like, did no one proofread what she was going to say? 
I don't know. Her actual accent changed in that one a couple times. It yeah. To me well, right. she's a psychopath. Yeah, she's nutty. Isn't she weird? Her. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. Good now, music, though. You know what's weird though is that I don't think that's super <laughs> uncommon. I think I think a lot of people focus on themselves, like in eulogies and stuff. Like I've been to quite a few funerals in my day. You still Eric, don't know, no, it no. happens. It well, happens way more than you well, think. Well, and one thing that does happen whenever you know someone passes away and you start thinking, you start thinking, you know, introspectively. I think is the word. Yeah, but dude, man, like introspectively, look at what you're writing, and if it's got too many eyes and me's in it, like yeah, like. Dude, our buddy, his granddad died. Uh-huh. And they asked all these people, the whole, like, all the grandkids to write um, what their granddad meant to them. And, uh, and this one was just like Madonna. This yeah. one girl was just like Madonna, man. He would tell me this, and he'd call me that, and I'd go in the kitchen and do this, and he'd do this, and I'd say this, and I'd say, you don't know my grandpa, and I'd tell the nurse this, and I would tell the nurse that. And you're like, who's this about? Yeah. You know what I mean? And then our, we know him, our buddy Chris goes, Goo was a good dude. He really influenced my life in a positive way. He did this, 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 and this. And he just made it about, like, everything that he did for him it's yeah. like you know because it's about it's supposed to be how he affected you but it was always he did this he did this he did yeah it was like three sentences long it wasn't long at all this one chick wrote like a novel <laughs> about it he wrote three sentences and you walk away from that funeral like dude that was the best that was the best three sentences of that funeral yeah. you know and so i i don't know man i just think i get what you're saying yeah but at the same time you just kind of have to like well no i'm not defending her Step back, uh, but dude, she's got five hundred people that work for her to make sure she doesn't end up on a Twitter <laughs> Twitter feed, man. Like wah, someone should have been like, "Hey, man, <laughs> uh, let's mention Aretha a few geez. more times in this six minute speech," because she reads it off a teleprompter, man. so someone had to type it in. How weird do you think her every day is compared to your every day, though? Very. Oh, dude, you know, I know, I know, I. I've gotten to where I just don't trust like that these people aren't extremely weird, especially with all the I stuff like coming think, out about people. I like to think if you've got she, money, power, yeah. or prestige in any way, I quit trusting you immediately. Well, it's speaking of that, have you ever heard of Asia Argento? That sounds familiar. It's I never heard of her until yeah. it's Anthony Bourdain's wife. Okay, so she kind of came to the forefront um, when he died. Yeah. Um, but she was in the forefront before that because she was with, uh, what's her name? Who's the, who's the me too movement lady? Um, the chick from charmed, you know, what I'm talking about Alyssa Milano? Alyssa Milano. No, the other one. That's I didn't watch a lot of charm. No, she, dated, she dated Marilyn Manson for a while. Oh, Rose McGowan. Rose McGowan. Okay. Okay. So Rose McGowan is kind of the head of this Me Too movement. Mm -hmm. She accuses Harvey Weinstein of, of sexually assaulting her, and and that he's okay. a you know, and she's and and she's the one who kind of pushed the snowball down the hill on on Harvey Weinstein. Like how Hannibal Burris did against Bill Cosby. <coughs> yeah. yeah. So anyway, uh, what's her name? I forgot. He, but pushes the snowball. Asia Argento uh, and Anthony Bourdain, uh, but mainly her, are the ones kicking it down at the very beginning. So they're making yeah. sure that this Me Too movement and then 30 other women eventually come out. And I think it's great. I think Harvey Weinstein was a skis. 
Yeah, I think it should be gone. And so I'm not knocking any of that. Yeah. Right? I'm with you. <clears throat> so I'm not here to to bash the Me Too movement. No. All right? Before any of you. <laughs> yeah, we don't need that kind of publicity. Exactly. So we're not here to bash the Me Too movement. However, it came out that Asia Argento paid a, at the time, 17-year-old kid $380,000 to be quiet because she had sexually assaulted him oh, wow. and didn't want it to come out. So the term goes from victim to hypocrite. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now, she comes out and denies it, right, <clears throat> which she very well could have. Yeah. You know, I mean, is she very well because. Sometimes people lie. However, you know, I agree. However, let's let's be real. I mean, this was this was something like 10, 15 years ago, right? A dude accusing a woman of that. Today, a dude accusing a woman of that, people are going to listen to it a little more. Yeah. Back then, if a guy come out and said it, nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so so the point being is, is I find it hard to believe that you're writing a $380,000 check just to protect your reputation. Yeah. Because 15, 10, 15 years ago, you easily could have protected it against mm-hmm. uh, that dude. So that's kind of where I'm at. Supposedly, there are pictures. Yeah. Uh, they do it. She's vehemently denying it. Uh, just saying they made a, an arrangement that's not disclosed or whatever. But uh, then the the leader, and this is the, the, the weird part, the leader of the Me Too movement, I forgot her name. Rose McGowan? No. It's, no, it, that she started it. Okay. But the Me Too movement started after Rose McGowan. So Rose McGowan exposed Harvey Weinstein. And these all these girls start okay. pushing it down the stairs. Okay. Then someone starts the Me Too movement and brings them in. Gotcha, gotcha. Anyway, the, the leader of the Me Too movement said that it is for everybody. It's for all victims, which yeah. is a, a commendable statement. Yeah, okay. well, definitely. So she, she and makes sense. So she's essentially saying that if and I and I believe that this girl was probably taken advantage of by Harvey Weinstein. Oh yeah, you know, not 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 saying that, that she was. Two wrongs don't make a right. Right, but the Me Too movement basically came out and said we're for people like her and we're for people like him, and so you're kind of like, okay, I get it. But it's like that's conflict. How awkward is that meeting? Yeah, yeah. Why are you here, her? (laughs) (laughs) You know, like so. I don't, and and that's and and my wife and I were having this conversation the other day. Like, you know, when you know you're guilty of this stuff, yeah, it takes a lot of audacity. Yeah, why? I mean, what's the saying? Those who live in glass houses shouldn't throw stones. Yeah, and like, hey, you know. I've never done anything criminal enough to, you know, get in a whole lot of trouble. But, you know, I, I know better than to talk trash to certain people. <laughs> well, yeah. You know, hey, well, you know, back in 1998. Yeah, I got some pictures of you, <laughs> yeah. you know, and that's, that's kind of what I'm saying. And, you know, but. Yeah. Like Kevin Spacey. Yeah. Oh, that Did guy. Did you see his movie, Billionaire Boys? Guess how much it raised over the weekend. No clue. Just guess. Just give me a number. It's the lowest ever. Uh, so remember, remember $1 million dollars. Remember movies like The Room. Yeah. Have made more money in opening its opening weekend than this this movie. Well, it made like The Room and its opening weekend only made like a thousand dollars. Okay. So did it make zero dollars? Close. Hundred dollars. Hundred twenty-six dollars. Did it didn't open nationwide though? Ten theaters. Uh, dude, it opened in ten theaters. 
I want to. I want to know who. <laughs> I want to know who the ten people who bought tickets. Well, are. there was one theater that sold forty five dollars worth. They of can tickets. start a Me Too movement. <laughs> yeah, but there's one theater that. Well, Spacey messed up, man. Oh, he's terrible. First off, I've never liked that guy though because of his smugness, and yeah. I realize that's part of what the the role calls for in a lot of his roles, and that's why they liked him. And all, I agree. It just drove me up the wall right. seeing his smugness. He played it too well. Yeah, it was he it was, was too, too easy much, for yeah. him. He was too much in <laughs> his element. It for, was too easy for, for him. My, but but that's the thing, man. He gets called out for for being a pedophile, essentially. Yeah, and that's the worst. And then his that's the worst. His excuse is he comes out and says, "But I'm gay." That makes it okay. What? I'm like. <laughs> Who are these people's <laughs> PR, man? <laughs> like, okay, this is the excuse I'm going to come out with. Like, no, yeah. no, don't do that. It's do you never, know what you're implying? I don't, I don't when care you what say you that? are. You're <laughs> you, saying that you I'm, don't get to touch <laughs> children, man. That's you the are point. a pedophile. That's the point, man. It's like, oh. oh, oh, so I'm that way because I'm this way. You know, I, you know, you know who had to hate that statement? The whole gay community. That's the point. <laughs> That's the point, man. Like you just like, like whoa, 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 no. Like you, you okay? You got half of half of America's gonna hate you anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you got the other half that wants to forgive. Yeah. And the one like they're like three things you don't go publicly with, yeah. and accuse someone, and that's one of them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh man. Oh space. So he made $126. $126. So a handful total. of people went to that show. $45 What was the one. name of the movie? Billionaire's Club or something like that. Um, Billionaire Boys Club. Yeah, Billionaire Boys no, Club. Hey, that's not a good Which name. is like, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Just the description. Young, handsome, and cunning. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, oh. <laughs> it's, that's a bad PR right there. They should have just pulled the plug on that one. Yeah, so. That's terrible. Well, well, you gotta feel one. sorry for what. There's somebody in that movie that this was their break, oh, yeah. and their career is gone now because no one's gonna see that movie. Yeah. <laughs> no, but they opened in ten theaters, and I think there were some theaters that didn't sell out. Yeah. That or didn't sell a ticket at all. So if it doesn't sell a ticket, you have to play. Um, but if you sell a ticket, like the movie theater has to pay, has to play that movie, even if you're the only one in there. Yeah. So there were a couple, couple where, even if they caught the matinee. They were still the only one in there. That's, That's how you know. What I mean, even if you took the price at, at the ticket, it's like nine dollars at one theater. Like, yeah. there's no way you're selling tickets for four fifty. Yeah. You know, that movie uh, cost an estimated fifteen million to make. By oh, the way, wow. what's the fewest amount of people y'all have ever been in a theater with? Have we ever had this conversation just before? Me. Just you've been in there just yeah, by yourself multiple times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did I ever tell you about when I went to the Dollar Theater with my wife to watch The Witch? It was just me, her, yep. and, that some, weird. <laughs> and, and some dude in front of us asleep. He was, uh, I don't know, I, I don't know for a fact he was homeless, but I think he was a homeless guy who paid a dollar for a dark, yeah. quiet place to sleep. Yeah, homeless. Uh, but uh, but anyway, so he was chilling in there just snoring the whole time. <laughs> and I looked at him, I said, hey, man, he's happy. <laughs> yeah. So we watched it and listened to him snore the whole time. I didn't realize that, man, but like homeless people, movie theaters. Yeah. And um, because you... Employees well, it was a dollar theater too. So, I mean, you're talking about this guy's got air conditioning, a dark room, a comfortable seat, right? Something a lot of people like to sleep with something playing in the background. So, mm-hmm. cat makes a dollar, goes in there. Well, but the other thing too is gets like, some rest. He's like in California. Someone was telling me because I was like, when I last time I was in California, I went to go see a movie. And yeah, there were, there were a lot of homeless people. So I was mentioning that to someone. He goes, yeah, 
because it gets so hot. Yeah. During the day that they'll pay eight dollars for the matinee ticket. Yeah. And they'll come in, and the employees don't care. Yeah. So they'll just bounce from they'll just go from one theater, you know, to another theater all day until the sun goes down. Then they'll leave. Yeah. And that's when the main crowd comes in and all that. But yeah, pretty uh resourceful. Yeah. Well, okay. So not to just completely bounce around, but that that reminds me. You know, as a surveyor, um, we spend a lot of time in urban areas in the areas where people aren't areas that aren't developed because usually we're there to survey that's, it that's rural because it's going to be developed that's rural areas. No, i'm talking about central in the city you know oh like, really yeah because we deal with a lot of uh drainage issues uh-huh. so you know a lot of drainage areas you know that's that's the treat up areas you know where nobody's at you know and around parks and just areas that you know aren't developed in the city areas there's tons of them all over the place really well and that's where um that's where a lot of the people who you know are homeless uh, set up their their camps basically up oh, bet they hate you yeah you know we we always try to be respectful but at the same time generally we're there during the day and they're not because uh you know they're out and about during the day mm-hmm. um but a, a lot of the campsites you know you can see are some of them look like it's just one person and they're really well hidden and you know you just try to be respectful and, and you know not walk through their campsite and, right. or whatever else um some though you know it's a group you can tell i mean it's a group and a few times we've actually been working in an area where um you know they're there a lot of times they have pets um so sometimes you'll you'll see a dog usually if you see a dog that means they are there um because they keep their pets with them at all times but um but yeah uh i don't know it, it, it's an interesting uh it's an interesting setup you know how they you know how they network you know through the city and, and everything some you know people are homeless for a lot of different reasons there are a lot of people who are homeless you know maybe because they have mental illness uh you know some got that way because of bad circumstances uh you know a lot of these people that you meet um it kind of seems like they almost i'm not i don't want to say that they chose it that that seems like i'm maybe taking a little bit too much uh with it but they don't seem horribly unhappy because they enjoy the freedom of of their lifestyle that they have figured out and even though you or i might look at it and say that's you know that's not a good lifestyle um i've seen several people who seemed pretty happy the only problem is is when it gets cold or when it gets really really hot they're in really bad situations right. but uh, i've actually came across a few groups where it's like man like y'all are out here you know it you know it's it's just different it's not what you would expect i guess you know what i mean yeah uh, you know they 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 sort of enjoy to some degree, you know, no, that, my that wife lifestyle. I, my wife bit. and I talked about it. If we didn't have kids, <laughs> it's it's very hard not to, like, just move into the woods, buy an <laughs> acre of land, and build a cabin, and, like, just... Get off grid. Yeah, and just yeah. not have to be responsible. Now, now that's, that's, not, that's not the majority. Most of the time, you see uh, drug addiction or mental illness or something like that has, has a large uh, impact on, you know, the homeless population. But, anyways, I have just noticed that there's a lot more to the lifestyle than what's represented on television or you know what you what you maybe see passing by when you actually get out there and you're walking amongst you know like where they are mm-hmm. um you start to see like their their pattern of, of lifestyle and how they how they get around and you know you got a guy here you know that this is where he's going you know for food this is where he's going for this or that or whatever and they kind of make their journey, and they always come back around to their camp, so they have their area, you know. And then they work that area, and then someone else maybe comes in, and 
you know, tries to work that area too. They get along or they don't get along. So it's, it's an interesting little thing. I've seen them, you know, get in arguments with each other, you know, a few times, but they stick up for each other though. But yeah, you know, and you know, that's something during the depression era, you would hear people talk about, you know, there's different, you know, there's a bum, there's a tramp, there's a, you know, a hobo there. And they had all these different names and, there was all these different, you know, things that made you one of those. Well, a, a hobo won't steal, you know, a tramp, you know, just does this. And, you know, a bum, he steals from you. And the worst of the worst is, uh, you know, a bum that steals from other hobos or whatever else, you know. You know, he, Rocky wanted to prove that he wasn't a bum. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but um, you know, it even though it's changed a little bit from the old, you know, image of the hobos and, and all that we remember from old movies and TV shows and, and whatever else, um, there is still some of that. You, you see, like you said, there's a lot of, you know, people who stick up for each other. Anyway, yeah. it's just interesting. And I don't understand it well enough to go in deep about it, but I do, un, you know, have seen it enough to, it's interesting. Yeah. And it's worth a, it's worth a closer look. Um, Speaking of that, Seattle's opening up a, uh, I was reading an article about they're opening up uh, safe safe spots to shoot up. Yeah, see, they have a lot of heroin addicts, yeah. I believe, there. And so what they're doing is they're opening Is that in up. Seattle or is that in Portland? I thought it was Seattle, but it could be Portland. I thought it's Portland, one of those. Oregon was where all the homeless teenagers I thought it was Seattle. Runaways, basically. Yeah, I thought it was Seattle, but you could it, be it, right. It, it could be, and I don't know, but I know that there's, there's one of those areas that um, – a lot of runaways go there who are heroin addicts. No, that's heard. Portland. That's Portland. Yeah. And they had actually a system where you could get, you could come and get free needles. And they got criticized because people were like, you're giving these guys needles to shoot up with. And they said, no, we're giving them needles to not get AIDS with. They're going to shoot up. Yeah. And, and that's kind of the, the thought behind this because uh, they're providing with the heroin as well. Oh, wow. Now, now. What the heck? I'm torn on it for a couple reasons. Yeah. One, I mean, you kind of condone the behavior, right? However, two, on the other side of the coin, they're providing pure heroin. Ah, they're not you. not laced with anything. Yeah. So the the overdosing overdosing is 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 low. Um, these people know they can go to this place to get free heroin. Therefore, they're not robbing people or breaking into cars to get the money. So you have, you have that to prove side you're already on heroin to get the heroin. Well, I don't know. Now, <laughs> but work? here's the other thing. The other thing that someone mentioned is is that uh, you have to go into the system, and it is kind of it is regulated. Yeah. And so the doses of heroin every time you come in gets smaller yeah, and smaller and smaller. It is so complicated to you know what to I mean? handle a population, isn't it? Golly, I mean, think about it. There's decisions Dude. that people are making that we don't have to make in our lives to. To actually govern and manage a population, yeah, but the things that come across okay. your table have to like. How do I make a decision on this? Think about Dude, it. Dude, those people making the decisions are the ones who pumped heroin into the population in the first place. Truth, conspiracy theories. Here it comes. <laughs> no, no sympathy, man. They made the problem. How much longer till you wear a shirt that says Q on it, man? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to talk about it on this podcast for this. I will not talk about it on this podcast now. There will be one day, yeah. That's that's that everything will go down, and you guys will want to come in and talk about it because it will be a monumental day, right? Okay. And yeah. So, what day is that going to be? I don't know. I got but, a busy schedule, so. But yeah. if it happens, we'll talk about it. If it doesn't happen, it, there's no point in talking about it anyway. 
You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So that's kind of where I'm at. I think everybody's in agreement at this point that the war on drugs is a joke. Like yeah. it's an ideological war. It's not an actual war. We're not trying to stop it. We're just controlling the flow. Yeah. Because if we wanted to, you're telling me we can't fly a bunch of like F-18s and F-22s over there and just burn every cartel to the ground? Yeah. yeah. If we really wanted to. Yeah. I can't, man. <laughs> Cartel's working for the CIA. Yeah. Anyway. That was that Tom Cruise movie, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like I, like I said, I don't think they're working for him. I think they just control the flow. Yeah. it's They're fighting the battles they want to fight. Yeah. That's all um, right. Keeps me employed. But if they represent a clear and present danger, things change. Remember that movie? I do. Hey, yeah. speaking of that, the Twitter discussion today, best year for movies. Best year for movies. Let me yeah. think. No, 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 no. What year did... Rocky and Star Wars, did they come out in the same year? That's 80. 80 was a pretty good one, I think. No, I think Rocky came out. The, the first Rocky was uh, 78. Rocky two, I, think. I think Star Wars was 76. Here's what I did, man. I looked up uh, um, our birth years. Okay. To kind of determine who had the best. So okay. your birth year. 79. Kramer versus Kramer. I'm doing the top ten movies, top ten grossing movies. All right, so yeah, yeah. Kramer versus Kramer, Andyville Horror, Rocky Two, Apocalypse huh? Now, Star Trek: The Motion Picture, <laughs> Alien, Alien, Ten, cool. The Jerk, Moonraker, The Muppet Movie. I like The Jerk. So what about uh, when did Jaws come out? Was that seventy nine? I thought that was seventy nine. Was no, that seventy eight as well? It didn't gross very much. The Jerk? Have you seen The Jerk? Steve Martin movie? Yeah. When he's like, I gotta go bathroom. And he... <laughs> <laughs> I just did. <laughs> hey, what, 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 was the, what was the other uh, the other year you mentioned earlier? Okay, well, let's do 80. When I was born. Okay. Uh, Empire Strikes Back. Yeah. 9 to 5. Stir Crazy. Airplane. Any Which Way You Can. Private Benjamin, Coal Miner's Daughter, Smokey and the Bandit 2, The Blue Lagoon, and The Blues Brothers. So eh, pretty decent eh, year. Dude, bad year. Did you, have you mentioned 93? Have you looked at 93? No, we're going to 85 now. Because 85, in my opinion, is the best one. That's Corey's year. I'm going to guess that it was nah. Back to the Future. Good. Number one. Yeah. Rambo First Blood Part 2. Good. Rocky mm-hmm. 4. Eh. Great. <laughs> the Color Purple. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good that. movie, I guess. Oh, get yeah. out of here. I hadn't seen oh, it in a long yeah. time. Get Oprah out of here. Lover. Yeah. <laughs> you get a car. Hey, do you, well, hey, you, you <laughs> want to talk about a controversy involving Oprah? She's about the, uh, she's joined the shout your abortion thing. Oh, yeah. Where people are celebrating their abortions, and she's, oh. like, backing it. Oh. Come on, Oprah. <laughs> out of Africa's number five, Cocoon. Uh, the weird. Jewel of the Nile. Witness. Witness is a great movie. Witness is great. The yeah. Goonies. Great movie. That Spies Like movie. Us. Yeah. See, 85 is a good, decent year. Back to the Future, right? Back to the Future, yeah. Rambo, and Rocky ba- Back to the Future may, hands down, almost win that for them. Because ha- Back yeah, to the Future is maybe the best movie ever made. I have to admit. <laughs> mm. Mm. Back to the Future is good. No, no, no. no, no. It's, it's, a good a, movie. it's a good, fun movie. But as oh, far it as... Hits, it, it hits the whole time. Uh, yeah. It's okay. I wouldn't go that far. It's a, gr- it's it's a, a great movie. Dude, it definitely, it, really make, it definitely makes this... I mean, you put Rambo, Rocky, and Back to the Future in there. Yeah. Bro, if Braveheart and Scarface were made this year, it'd be no discussion. Dude, can, yeah. I, can I throw out my... my 93? 93. Yeah, 93. Schindler's List, Jurassic Park, 
The Fugitive, Groundhog Day, Nightmare Before Christmas, Dazed and Confused, Philadelphia, which I wasn't a fan of, Sleepless in Seattle, What's Eating Gilbert Grape, yeah. In the Line of Fire, True Romance, Falling Down, Mrs. Doubtfire, Rudy, Cliffhanger, Tombstone, uh, Sleepless The in Pelican Seattle. Brief, which is a good movie, yeah. Sleepless in The Seattle. Firm, which is a great movie, uh, Menace to Society, I haven't that's seen Carlito's Way, but I know it's a good one. Dude, that's the a good Sandlot. One. <laughs> yeah. Dude, 93 is a good Dude, year, man. Listen, listen, listen Hocus Pocus, which is a mo- <laughs> Halloween movie I enjoy. Uh, Hocus Fre- Pocus is fantastic. Dude, it, it goes on. Free Willy, Robin Hood Man in Tights, Demolition Man. That wasn't Dude. Forrest Gump, was it? Was that no, the Forrest Gump year? 94. No, okay. 94. That's uh, Dude, 94. Searching for Bobby Fisher. I do 94. Dude, it's not done yet. <laughs> listen to this. Cool Runnings. Oh, That's yeah. Homeward movie. Bound. Wayne's World 2. Oh, yeah. I love Wayne's Dude, World Dude, Gettysburg, too. which is a great movie. Uh, bah, 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 bah. Last Action Hero. Oh, that was pretty good. Uh, yeah. I actually I actually went to Batman Mask of the Phantasm for my birthday that year. Mask of the Phantasm was good. I had the poster on my wall. Oh, uh, yeah. Do 94. 94 is a good year, too. Yeah, Cliffhanger. Yeah, and then Grumpy Old Men. Dude, that's massive. That 93 is beefy. Yeah, that's right. a good one. Let's look at uh, let's look at ninety. Ninety three is great on just really really good movies. Tons of really good Ooh, movies, dude. <laughs> ninety four is beefy too. Yeah. Pulp Fiction, great. Forrest Gump, possibly my favorite movie of all time. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, it's way up there. The I Lion, it Lion King, probably the best Disney movie ever made. Yeah. The Shawshank Redemption, amazing. Speed, mm-hmm. cheesy but amazing. It was yeah. great. True Lies, a great good action movie. comedy. Yeah, good movie. Dumb and Dumber. Great Best movie. Great comedy ever. <laughs> great Dude, movie. You say that, but Clerks is right behind it. Clerks yeah. came out that yeah, year. Clerks. That's a good movie. Natural too. Born Killers, which is the oh. weak. It's such a weird movie. I but remember going yeah. to that movie. Yeah, man. I like that movie. Uh, the Crow. The Crow's yeah. great. The Professional. Oh, The Professional's good. A lot of people like Four Weddings and a Funeral. I've never. Yeah. yeah the Mask. Know. Yeah, that was pretty that funny. Was, uh, that was Jim one Carrey of, put out like four movies. That, that was year. one of Cameron Diaz's first movies. Yeah. Um, Interview with a Vampire, classic. Yeah. Ed Wood, great movie. Uh, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective. It really hasn't held up over time, but still. But look, Jim Carrey put out four hits that year, if Uh, I'm not mistaken. Little Rascals, your movie, Clear and Present Danger. Yeah. Uh, Legends of the Fall. I don't like Legends of the Fall. It is whack. Is that the Indian movie? In what way? Yeah, uh, they, it, he pretends the, to be Indian the whole time. It's it's kind of anti-Indian because of that, though. Yeah. Uh, the second Mighty Ducks movie. That's a good one. Hey, have you seen Goldberg? Goldberg. Uh, the the kid Goldberg from that movie. Yeah. Uh. Uh-uh. Have you seen him lately? No. Dude, keep keep going. Okay. I'm gonna... <laughs> the Flintstones. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the Client, which is a good movie. Yeah. Stargate, which I enjoyed. Stargate actually was a good sci-fi movie. Uh, Wes Craven's New Nightmare. Eh. Not a good follow-up. Yeah. Uh, it kind of gets weak after that. Wyatt Earp was a pretty good movie. Uh, the weird Jungle Book that they came out with. Yeah. Uh, the River Wild, which was a weird movie, but kind of good, about the crazy people you know, I w- that I watched uh, it not kidnap wa- them when they're whitewater. Me and Brittany watched that uh, not too long ago, hey. like a year ago, and it was good. Real quick. Goldberg. Today. Oh. Hold it, hold, hold it up to your camera. 
That's not no, good. it's not. Yeah, it is. What, they, dude? That's his latest mugshot. Oh man, dude's oh, messed yeah, dude. out and Goldberg got a hold of some drugs. Yeah, man, that sucks. Golly. <sighs> All right, and that '98 is is the the next one that they kind of say. So which one? But which one are they saying is the best year? They're saying '94 is the best. No, they, now, it starts out pretty hard. Now '93 comes in hard. They someone came in and said '98 uh, uh, and '99. Ninety, you do '99. I'll show you '98. Uh, I know your wife will pick '98. Oh man, is that Armageddon? Number one is Armageddon. The movie is whack. This this year loses. <laughs> Number two, Saving Private Ryan. Number three's got Saving Zilla. Private no, 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 no. Here, here's here's why '98 will never be the best year in movies because you know what beat Saving Private Ryan out What's uh, that? for best movie? Uh, Shakespeare and Love. Shakespeare in Love beat Saving Private Ryan, probably one of my top five greatest movies ever made. Yeah, Godzilla, Saving Private Ryan's great. Something about movie, uh, Mary. Saving Bugs Private Life. Ryan is the one that, when surround sound first started hitting theaters, it was giving people flashbacks to when they were yeah. in the war. No, I, I agree. Lethal Weapon 4. Anyway, 98, and then they said 99. 99's so pretty beefy. I said 99 and 94, I think, are the ones that people on Twitter kind of threw out there. Yeah. yeah. That's like being the best. That I think, was the kind of census. I think 93 stomps a mud hole in 94. Yeah. Uh, but 99 is good. You have uh, The Matrix. Great, the first one, if you discount the other two. Oh, dude, The Matrix is real good. Dude, Fight Club, a great movie. <sighs> That's why. Braveheart. Is Braveheart 99? Uh, Hold on. American Beauty. Magnolia, which I never really got into. Being John Malkovich is good. The Sixth Sense, one that of uh, Shyamalan's best. Yeah, that was uh, The Green Mile. Green Mile was good. This is pretty good. Uh, blah, blah, blah. The Insider, I don't remember. Toy Story 2, which was good. The Iron Giant, which was probably one of the more underrated. Uh, yeah, I like Iron Giant. I, I've watched Sixth it several times since. Sixth Sense. The talented Mr. Ripley, I didn't think was too great. No, uh, eyes see, wide shut. Uh, I, I just refused to watch. People. It's just weird. Yeah. I see dead people. Dude, Office Space. Oh, uh, that was a good dude, one. Office yeah. Space. Yeah. The Blair Witch Project, which now is crappy because everybody's done found footage, but it was the first. Yeah. And I think they did it really well. Really yeah. scary movie. <laughs> the That's begin- when I found out. It was I got the beginning. Sickness. It was the beginning of the terrible uh, prequels for Star Wars. Hey. Yo. Varsity Blues. Bro, Three Kings. That's a great movie. That, I like Three Kings Three a lot. Three Kings is good. She's all that. What are you doing? Where, where are you at? What list are you reading? Yeah, where are you? 99, baby. Oh, we're going through 99 together. 10 yeah. Things I Hate About You, a great romantic comedy. All right. October uh, Sky. D- dude, Dogma. <laughs> Such, <laughs> so terrible, dude. Uh, Remember 8mm, Nicolas Ameri- Cage? American Pie. Okay, man. This I'm just saying this year doesn't win. No. Boondock Saints. That was a good Oh, movie. that's a great movie. I think I get Dude, Galaxy Quest. Galaxy Quest is a great movie. So, when you talk about heavy hitters, things like Braveheart, um, I remember Gladiator being a big one. Yeah, whenever that was it 2000. Came out. Yeah. Um, trying to think what some others. Saving Private Ryan was, yeah. was well, definitely a heavy hitter. Phantom Menace came out in 99. But I don't. Darth Maul. What was that? Phantom yeah. Menace. The prequels Star suck, Wars? though, dude. Prequels are terrible. Star Wars? A new yeah. Home? Episode one. Empire no. Strikes Back? Episode one. Phantom <laughs> Menace. That, that stuff don't exist. He's, he's pretending like they don't exist. <laughs> because, because if you he's a, Because what we all have to admit is that the original movies are not that great and they're not strong enough to support prequels or sequels <laughs> because they've all been terrible except for the side stories that have nothing to do with the main trilogy. 
Well, you know what makes that's pretty good. What the side stories, uh, you know what makes them good though, is they're not trying to do the whole Jedi all that stuff. They're actually just telling the the other parts of the story you didn't hear how they got the plans. Rogue One, that's a fantastic yeah. you know plot for an awesome spy movie. Um, Han Solo was a I thought a great movie. I, yeah, I don't know why people. Hate I mean, it honestly, you hate. Here's what you have to think about when you think about Star Wars. The concept and the story is not original. And, oh, no. And, and every movie that was made in that time period was just like it. In fact, George Lucas, when he talks about all his inspiration, you can tell that it's just completely derivative of all the things that he was influenced by. Yeah. I mean, yeah. but it, that's what made it good was it was multi-layered because of that. I think, uh, honestly, I think the special effects for the time is what carried it and made people think it was something more or better. Because if you look at the original edit of Star yeah. Wars, it was going to be We're like a terrible movie. We're definitely going to lose a lot of subscribers. Why? What? Dude. Bunch of fanboys. What? No. Yeah. Well, you think we're followed by a bunch of fanboys? Hey, you start talking about movies. I can talk about movies. I can talk no, about... I'm just saying, can... man, if we're going to bash Star Wars, man, see a population. Dude, I'm just saying, a lot of... If, if one of our listeners enjoys episodes one, two, three, like seven, it, or eight... Yeah. They can Unsubs- walk. Unsubscribe. Get out of here. We don't need no. you. What, hey. are you from Britain? You and Jar Jar <laughs> Binks can hold hands and skip <laughs> right out are the you door. you filthy wanker from Britain <laughs> or something? <laughs> hey, no, seriously, though, if, like, what's the, what's the deal? Why does everyone hate Jar Jar Binks? You love him, don't you? I don't mind him. You need to sit down with my Misa. wife, watch movies, and just have a blast. Misa. Because he it's doesn't. Annoying, he just man. doesn't make sense. Is he a good guy or a bad guy? He's a good guy. The whole Sith Lord thing's just stupid. Dude, he's he's Larry Curly and Moe all wrapped up into one for comic relief in a movie that was trying that didn't know what it wanted to be other than a cartoon. Yeah. So anyway. anyways, we'll get off of Star Wars. But okay, so we were talking about this today. A guy I work with, um, different movies, and we, we kind of went way back because what started it was we were talking about Cool Hand Luke. You ever seen Cool Hand Luke? Great movie. It's a fantastic movie. And I said a line from it, and man, he just followed it up. So I said, "Oh, all right." And we got to talking about you know kind of favorite movies. You know, for me, um, Cool Hand Luke's way up there. Uh, definitely liked uh, Dazed and Confused. Yeah, I mean, it, it really is. But I mean, that's a that's a great movie. But I'm talking about major movies that I think are at the top of the list. Uh, cool Hand Luke's actually up there with me. You know, Forrest Gump, I'm with you. Yeah. Way up there. I, well, it's just one of those movies where you can come in in the middle of it, like it's on TV, and just, I finish it. Every time I can't change the channel, like well, it's and, good. And you love Forrest. Forrest is real to you. Yeah. You know, you love Forrest when, yeah. you, when you, you think back about Forrest. Uh, so, little things like that. But, yeah, Forrest Gump's definitely a big one. And, you know, some of these, uh, some of mine are definitely going to be um, – not everybody else's. Jaws is a huge one for me. I love Jaws. When did Jaws come out? It was the seventies. It was late seventies. Um, but anyways, I love Jaws. I think it's a it's a great, fantastic movie. Um, kind of how probably a lot of people feel about Jurassic Park. You know, a lot of people would put Jurassic Not Park that way great. Up there. I love Jurassic Park, but I think Jaws uh, is better. No, Jurassic Park's a great movie. It's a great movie. No, it, nah. the first one was good. Great, to, dude. Y'all throw the word "great" around like. What's not? Well, you, well then Josh. defend your point of view and Josh. tell me why it's not a great movie. Josh, let's hear, let's hear not, your wacky list of movies that you consider to I'm be the best. I'm not saying it's not great. I'm, just, I'm not a good movie. Yeah. I'm just great. I, I share your love for Sylvester Stallone. I do. Dazed and Confused. <laughs> it's up there, yeah. Braveheart. Braveheart, yes, I agree. Gladiator. Gladiator's pretty great. Rocky Three. 
Dude, all the all the Rocky movies are just dude. Don't say Rocky, dude. You're just dude, saying. Oh, believe you me, you know I like Rocky. Nobody so loves Rocky did. Balboa as a person more than I. It's do. It's a great movie. But if if I break down my favorite Rocky movies, Rocky Three is lucky to come in third. No. Rocky One. Rocky two. Three has the best story. Rocky Three has the best bad guy. Which one? Which one is Rocky Three? Mr. T. So he gets beat by Clever Lane. Has to but that's when him and Apollo Creed are buddies. And Apollo Creed helps him beat him. Man, Rocky Three is when the Rocky movies quit being films and started being spectacles. No, disagree. They became movies. Disagree. Rocky Five. Rocky wanted to or where it's at. No. Sorry. No. So, anyways, we'll move on, fanboy. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Rocky movies don't even make my top fifty. But, but no, uh, there's a lot of you know a lot of older movies are Batman, real Dark good. Knight, Scarface. Now, Scarface. Dark Knight's is... a great movie. The other two are weak. I mean, they're. I mean, they're not weak. They're good. They're just not great. You well, know what? Yeah, but dude, the bar was set so high with Dark Knight, man. Yeah. Yeah. Like Begins was good because it was. It was Batman was finally back after the the nipple suit from Clooney. <laughs> Right, that's so actually what I missed. So yeah. everyone, so everyone, yeah, everyone's the on the bat costume. The bat so everyone's pumped that like Christian Bale played a formidable Batman, and it had a good storyline to it. Right, yeah. then Heath Ledger knocks it out of the park oh, with yeah. Joker, and you're just like, dude, this is great. The second one's the best one. I thought, yeah, I thought what's his name did a good job with Bane, but it's just it's hard to beat what Heath Ledger did with Joker. Yeah, you know, and so. Yeah. Now Affleck's doing a decent. Go look job. up old interviews of Tom Waits. Heath Ledger was doing a Tom Waits. Yeah, interview. I've seen that. It it's is, crazy. It, it, it's it's him. Little, yeah, it's, it's a him. little creepy. Like he oh, yeah. he walks like him and talks like yeah. him. Yeah, he was doing a Tom Waits impression. Yeah. I think I think the best one that shows it is Tom Waits doing a Captain Kangaroo interview. Yeah. And he is the Joker. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's pretty wild. Um. But yeah, man. Uh. For me, you know, different things make movies great. Goonies, you know, is way up there for me. Uh, one that I love, though, and I've tried to get Brittany to watch it, and she won't because it's so long. Do you guys do westerns at all? Yeah, to some degree. To me, it, it kind of falls into the same category as country music. It's yeah. just, it's not a time period or a sound or anything that really interests that's, me. That's not kind of like medieval movies. Kind of, I'm just have you I'm ever out. have you ever watched Lonesome Dove though? Uh, it's been forever. Man, it's great. It's. It's absolutely. It's good. Great. I mean, I I watched a lot of John Wayne growing up just because my dad was really into <laughs> John Wayne films. Yeah. So you had like, uh, oh, Big Jake McClintock. and McClintock. McClintock. Hey, McClintock, got a new whiskey. The great party. Where's the whiskey? But yeah. it, it, those movies are all good. Yeah. And stuff you could probably never have on film nowadays, like yeah. women getting slapped or thrown into ponds oh, yeah, and whatnot. Right? Or the part where he, the abuse is, is, yeah. is thick. Or that video that's always going around of him just taking the kid and throwing him out him in the water the to teach him how to swim. <laughs> you know how to swim? No. Yeah. Whoop. People would freak out. Yeah. Sandlot. Sandlot's great. What year was that? 93. That's 93? Yeah. Yeah, 93 is a good I year. I think 93 might, might be the best. 93 or 94? It, well, I, think what, I think why Jurassic Park is so good is because... It could have easily been just like a big budget action film, but the acting was great. The dialogue was great. The special effects still hold up to this day. You can go watch it Jurassic just, Park right now, and it's great. It just felt like they were real dinosaurs, man. It just, yeah. It was cool. And I mean, the, Godzilla came out in, what, 1999 or 2000? Yeah. And it's terrible. Yeah. Cause remember the, that Puff Daddy song? Yeah. He did the, the ending credits mixed song. It, yeah, he mixed it with, with uh, Jimmy Page. Yeah, oh, Led yeah. Zeppelin. Yeah. yeah. Dun, 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 dun. 
It yeah. kind of ruins the whole riff, but whatever. Yeah, yeah, dude, Puff Daddy can't rap. He sucks. Yeah. He's a good manager, it looks like, because he's no, super he, rich. He Maybe. Killed, he killed Tupac. <laughs> had Tupac killed, sorry. Oh, man. You can't blame Shug him. It was, him. I'm sure it had something to do with whatever if, they're If he didn't kill him, Suge Knight was going to kill him eventually. It was, no, it was on accident. Suge Knight was the, yeah. was the target, but I don't doubt Tupac that. got caught. Yeah. Suge was crazy. No, I think what Spielberg is really good at is like a good linear film where it's like, it's not just one big action piece and then nothing. It's like everything leads to something else. Yeah. And he can have multiple things going on and it's all it all makes sense. He he really knows how to trigger those things inside of your own imagination that you scare yeah. yourself with yeah. that maybe other people maybe just can't think of. Take some of his uh scarier movies. Uh for me, Jaws, when I was a little kid. I didn't go in water. Yeah. I couldn't see the bottom of for a long time. Well, I mean, you you hardly you see just, the shark for the most part. Yeah, and it just it's just this eerie feeling that he's there though, and that that carries over yeah. into your life when you're a kid. You know, a little kid. The other one is, uh, have you ever seen Poltergeist? Yeah, I'm not a fan. Dude, hey, that man. movie will it used, to, used to scare me. It will make you afraid of trees. Like, that, <laughs> that had me. That had me afraid. Uh, Amityville Horror, though, that's not a Spielberg, but it was on one of those lists. That actually was a really, really great The movie. original, not the Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, not the Ryan. Was it Ryan Reynolds? The Ryan Reynolds yeah. one wasn't terrible, oh, but it was... wasn't as good. No, it's Ryan Reynolds. Do you know who played the guy with the beard that, you know, was in the original that Ryan Reynolds reprised? You know who played in the original one? What year is that? I was like, I thought it was like in the 70s, wasn't it? Yeah. The original Amityville? Yeah. No, I don't know. It was James Brolin, Josh Brolin's dad. Yeah, Josh Brolin, Thanos. Oh, you Dude, wouldn't know. You haven't seen it yet. You know how short he is. No, probably my height. Dude, they rip, they rip on him in Deadpool too. Do they? Yeah. Have you have you seen it? Deadpool too. Yeah. Yeah, I'm the one who told you that. What? They broke the fourth wall to make fun of his height. Well, yeah, they always break the fourth wall, but he's no, like, I he's said, like, yeah, he's five four, not tall like in the comic books. That's I know. That's why I told you that. I'm the one who said they. He's broke not the fourth really wall. five four though. There's no, no he's way he's five four. He's, he's like he's. I think he's five six. I Dude, think. No. He's, there's no, 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 a, there's a there is a uh, like an Instagram video of uh-huh. him buying something at Walmart, and he barely comes. Like it's one of those like pharmacy, <laughs> you know, it's one of those pharmacy uh, yeah. shelves yeah. that like come up to here on me, and like he's barely like <laughs> eye level with the top. It's of a change it. up on top yeah. of the counter. He's like. Well, no, this the pharmacy <laughs> just shells with like you know it's not the full shelf, yeah, you know, but it's just like it's just one of those half shells that they have in the pharmacy, so you can yeah. walk through. Oh, the he's f- he's five ten. Yeah, no, see? it's not. No, he's not. Josh, dude, <laughs> he's Josh. not five ten. Yeah, IMBD might say he's five ten, but he's not five ten. Trust me. <laughs> this one says five nine and a half. You, have, you, have to, you pretty I'm much have to that. fact check everything the big guy says. <laughs> I'm telling you, he's not 5'10". This man. is why I can't jump on the conspiracy train with he's you. He's 5'6", tops. Make it up as you go. My daughter's almost as big as him. <laughs> anyway. All right. Speaking of conspiracy theory, 66% of all millennials think the earth is round. So that means that 34%, 34% are, are 50-50 on the flat earth Are they on the stuff. fence? <laughs> anyway. Well, that's pretty terrible. <laughs> what's that look for what's that look it's the same man what's that look you need me to throw out some content no man it's the same what are you are you, are you in- trying to process how uh, jurassic park is not the greatest no. movie ever because you haven't it's come not, up with a rebuttal yet it's not the greatest movie ever what is 
Please tell me. No, no, no. I'm just saying it's a great movie. It's not the greatest ever. It's just a great movie. It's a good movie, yes. No, no, no. You're you need to add an R in that G word. Dude, y'all, <laughs> y'all throw great around like just. There's Willie a lot of Nielsen. great movies. There's, give me, give me no, your top five. Give me your top. I five. just did. What was it? Rocky three. Dazed and confused. Dazed and confused. Braveheart. Braveheart. Gladiator. Gladiator. Probably throw Rocky three in there. That's how you started with Rocky three. No, you get on there Rocky twice. I mean, I'd started with Dazed and Confused, probably. Well, you started with Rocky Three. Oh, anyway. Do you need playback? Anyways, where does Rambo fit on that list? Rambo's top ten. Hey, I let my wife watch Rambo. <laughs> she liked it. <laughs> All time top ten. Original Rambo. Yeah, First Blood. Oh no, no, no. The second, I like the second one better. By the yeah. way, less story, more action, and explo- story, more. an exploding arrowhead. Hey, have That's I, have I, I need. have I said this on the podcast before? What? That my grandma called me. Recently. Well, she called me. She told me that my cousin is doing an ancestry thing. Yeah. And ties us back. She called me because Gunner, Gunnarson Rambo was one of our first descendants. So one of the first from Sweden, I think. Yeah. Maybe Switzerland, but I think it's Sweden. Swedish immigrant came to the United States. That's one of my first descendants. Okay. Right? Gunnarson Rambo. She, she thought it was cool because, you know. Yeah. Uh Anyway, so she I loves at, Rambo too. No, oh, she she called because that's the name of my son. Yeah, so she's like, oh, what a coincidence! I'm like, no, you you're missing the point here. <laughs> <laughs> Forget the Gunnerson part. Rambo, Rambo is the cool part. Yeah. And I looked it up, and I think the guy that Rambo was based on was that descendant. What? You sure? Mm-hmm. He was in special ops in Vietnam. Mm-hmm. So no, 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 no. This is the guy he was based. John Rambo in the books was uh-huh. based on this guy. Yeah. Like, apparently, this dude was just a, a when, hard... When did like, this guy live? Uh, Early 1900s. Okay. So, it's, I mean, like I said, it's it's loosely based, but nonetheless. Yeah. Point being is I'm a descendant of Rambo. All right. So. There we have it, folks. Josh Walker, <laughs> descendant of Rambo. It's the best part of my... That's that's pretty good. Now, when I, me and you, one thing we do agree on is we do like our... Uh, Movies for guys who like movies, you know, we we do have a lot of those in common, yeah. such as Rocky and Rambo. In fact, I want to say that's how me and you first became friends was some sort of a reference was caught by the other, and it began a conversation about, yeah, you know, Rambo and Rocky mm-hmm. and things like that. I believe that's how this all spawned, and now why I sit next to you and and talk to you, you know, professionally. So. <laughs> But uh, but now what? Hey, what's the name of that movie that that you told me about? That Australian movie, Which the one? vampire one. It's oh, hilarious. What we, do, what we do in the shadows. Oh yeah, <laughs> now, yeah, that's a Is funny that, movie. Yeah, that's, I watched it after you guys talked about it. It's pretty funny. It's yeah. hilarious. Like when that dude that the beast for that, seventeen dude, hours. How, how how do you like your worms? <laughs> yeah. The best. Do the you best like part. Paschetti. Paschetti. <laughs> Dude, the best part of that movie is their friend that they refuse to bite because oh, they yeah. don't want to ends up getting eaten by the werewolves. Yeah. It's like, hey, I'm back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they decide to yeah. be friends with the werewolves. Yeah, I think it's on Netflix or We're Amazon werewolves, Prime. Not swearwolves. <laughs> yeah, Amazon Prime or Netflix. So it's, if you haven't seen it, in the shadows, it's an Australia. What we do in the shadows. Yeah, it's, it's it's funny. It's it's New Zealand. New Zealand. Yeah. Yeah, it's That's not Australia. It? Uh, no, it's different. General yeah, it's vicinity. Different. It's, it's, it's different. Like Canada and the United States of America are different. Okay. Yeah. 
Uh, close, but North different. America. Yeah, same continent. If you, I mean, they're they're both in the same ocean. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, where are we at on time, Corey? Uh, we are right at about an hour. All right, man. Love talking movies. Sorry if we stayed on it too long for you, Josh. Yeah. I, I'm a big fan. I, I've always loved movies. I don't watch a lot of television. I watch more movies than I do television. See, I fall asleep too easy, and I mean, my wife. I has never seen the other half of any movie. But she that's the thing, man, is like I don't I don't have a lot of time for movies or TV. Yeah. I remember one time I went to the uh um what's that? Roadmap to the Galaxy. That was Moe's death in it. Oh, uh Hitchhiker's yeah, Guide. Hitchhiker's Guide. Guide it's it's a it's a weird movie, but I it's literally pretty... laid down in the seat and just fell asleep. Mm-hmm. I do that to Bond movies. I can't watch a Bond movie. Made my wife mad. I'm sleeping in the middle. I slept in the theater for two hours. She's like, why don't I even pay for a ticket? I'm like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. You wanted to see it. Hey, it's a cold, kind of a cold, dark place. Exactly. Comfy seats. (laughs) So I can relate to that. I got some bad news for you, Josh. What's up? Do you know where Rocky Three ranks in the top 1,000 movies on IMDb? In my top 1,000? No, 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 no. IMDb. Okay. A database of people who... Uh, internet movie database. Yeah, internet movie database. Okay. A lot of people that take movies seriously. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. <laughs> Rocky 3, or Rocky, is rated uh, 590th. Okay. So it's way up there. That's about right. I'll take Rocky. Yeah. 590. Yeah. That's as close as that crappy series of movies is going to get. Oh, <laughs> he went there. <laughs> he hates Rocky. Well, it's fun having Corey on. No, you know it. The, Rock, the Rocky movies. The Rocky movies are fine. This but will, you know, this will go back to just doing the podcast with us, Josh. <laughs> you know what his favorite movie is? Inception. Inception. No, it, Inception's a. It, I have a dream inside a dream inside a dream, <laughs> wrapped in another dream. I'm an onion. Well, if you say it like that in your <laughs> dude, soft voice, dude takes a dude takes a top. Am I dreaming? Am I dreaming? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Anyway, all right, man. <laughs> That's it. Episode 42 is in the book. Yeah. When you guys wake up from that third dream and you realize that 42 is out, give it a listen. Yeah. Yeah. Cue the outro.